full ghillie suit. You're just like blending in with the trees. You're like, that's how I get them. I, I spotted one. I snipe them out. <laughs> spotted a single male. Girls Gotta Eat podcast. Happy summer. Happy Memorial Day, guys. Hold on. Actual summer, though, is like June 20th, right? It's actually like pretty far into June. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) My birthday is June 17th, and I don't think summer is ever... Summer's like right around there. Well, it's like... Whatever. Memorial Day is like unofficial start of summer. Happy I get to wear white pants now. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because you follow the rules. I I do. I do. do? I have a a whole white wardrobe ready to come out today. Oh, I'm psyched. (laughs) Actually, stuff I bought in Atlanta. Oh. Yeah, I'm really excited. You spent a lot of money in Atlanta. I literally went in to buy you one bracelet. You the shopping scene one, to shred. this tiny little trinket and $873 later, white wardrobe. No, you were texting me. I was like, Raina, go to the airport. Get to the airport. You can't spend My best friend was there. like, I literally have never spent that much money on anything ever <laughs> in my life. Well, you guys, we are so excited to be back here at Mouth Media, powered by Sennheiser. And yeah, it's pretty much su- it's summer in my book, Memorial it's, Day. And you know what you can do People to start celebrate. going to Hampton? Summer for us, guys, is subscribe to this podcast. Oh, like that. Uh, like this. You're welcome. Always with the segues. Uh, leave a review and a rating. That is how you can pay us back for all of this amazing <laughs> content we create for you guys. Um, we we really, really appreciate yeah, it. So subscribe, rate, review. Keep us at the top of the charts. We want to live there forever. Okay, and this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp Therapy Online. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash gg. So you know if you listen to the show that we are such fans of therapy and anything that can really improve your mental health and get you to a better place where you are loving and enjoying your life more and spending the time the way you want to. A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time, but the question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. So therapy can really help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. It's so helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, empowering you to be the best version of yourself. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma, et cetera. It helps you with your relationships, whether romantic, friendships, family, all the things. So we really cannot recommend it enough. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and then switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So again, check out BetterHelp, see if it works for you, learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash GGE today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash GGE. Uh, I thought that we would... Since it's not really whatever, it's summer. So we wanted to talk about summer romance. Do you have a summer romance story you want to tell me? I had one in mind that I'll share. Um, my 
best favorite, most quintessential summer romance was like a full blown like summer, like you know, two and a half, three months, start, <laughs> start to finish, ended like yeah, exactly. Um, this is when I lived in Dewey Beach. I lived there every summer between college, like years in college. And uh, there was this guy I'd met him before. I actually knew him in high school. He dated a friend of mine in high school, but he went to a rival high school. He didn't go to my high school, so I run into him one night on the street in Dewey Beach, early summer, like first. You know, I just moved into my beach house, so like first, second week of summer. Okay. Okay, do me beach. Okay, do me beach. Or maybe it was more like mid-June. Um, and we're like, oh, you. It's on. <laughs> like, it was just like we'd known each other for so many years. We never got together. He always had a girlfriend. I had a boyfriend, whatever it was. So it was on. We went back to his place, his beach house. I don't think we had sex, but I think he, I actually think he went down on me and I was like, okay, good night. The <laughs> Ashley has a time special. <laughs> Eat my box and go home. <laughs> can we get pizza? Okay. And, um, the next morning I had to walk back to my beach house. We're talking like, I don't know, four or five New York city blocks, like not far. So not a thing where you need to drive me or whatever, but I didn't want to put on my outfit from the night before. So I put on, I remember the outfit exactly. It was a pair of plaid boxers. It was a big orange Ralph Lauren polo t-shirt. And then I put on my wedges with it. (laughs) So I walk (laughs) home. How old are you? That was a summer in 19 going on 20. Okay. Your body at that age is so crazy. You literally could put on like a dirt bag <laughs> and like smear some like actual feces on your face <laughs> and like put some like little like pumps on. Your 19 year old body. Matter. So I'm like, I got to get home. You know, I woke up. I was like, oh, I got to get home. And I walk up to my beach house and there is my parents getting out of their car because they were coming for Father's Day brunch. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I stroll up, walk a shame. And I will tell you, Raina, a little known fact about me, that is one of three times my father has caught me a walk of shame. (laughs) I want to, after this, I'll tell you the other two stories. There are three epic stories of my dad busting me walk of shame. So I walk up, hey, happy Father's Day. Here I am in this dude's clothes. (laughs) Like, let me change really quick. Anyway, we had a um, great summer romance. It was my first orgasm. Oh my god! Yeah, so um, ever or ever? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like you didn't give yourself orgasms. You mean no? And I think that's kind of normal. I mean, a lot of, I mean, you know, nineteen years old. I just yeah, I, that was my first I, I feel like you were like abused as a child. Like you didn't start like masturbating when you were like fourteen. But I don't think I had like an actual like orgasm. Like know what it felt like. But how did you know when the masturbating was done? <sighs> Um, I was going to share a summer romance story, but since we uh, are talking about walks of shame, I'm going to take a hard left to walk of shame story. Okay. Um, My worst walk of shame, I've had several. Most of them coincide with Halloween. This was... Did not coincide with Halloween, but there were costumes involved. I was 18 years old. I went to a frat party at Sigma Nu at Indiana University. Oh it God. is like the meathead. Is fraternity. it? Like, oh, my God. It was like the country boys at Clemson. This was like a fuck boy factory. I read that, those were our pikes. I know exactly what kind of guys. Just hot, like One was like hotter and like just more terrible than the next. Yep. So I went with this dude. All the rape allegations. <laughs> definitely came out of this. So there was this party called Voodoo there, and I don't know what that had to do with anything, but basically... All the couples made their own clothing out of swatches of leopard fabric. Okay. So my outfit for this party was like knotted up pieces of leopard fabric that I used to like lightly cover my butt crack and my nipples and my other like little bits and um, high heels. 
And I go to this party and I just picture like the sluttiest thing I can think of. I, my body was so rocking and this was like, you could have like sneezed and the whole apple would have come off of me. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I, I like stay at the paternity in a room with four guys, like all four of them shared a bedroom. I wake up in the morning and clothes came off, whatever. I wake up in the morning and I remember it's parents weekend at IU. Oh. I, I had to walk a guy out in front of parents, but I digress. I am parents meeting my weekend walk of shame is next level. I am meeting my mom and my brother in front of my dorm in one hour. I have to somehow find the swatches of leopard fabric in this guy's room with three other guys there and three other girls there also. I am tying together pieces of leopard fabric no, to horrified. cover my nipples. And oh my then God. I put on my stilettos. I have to make it across the campus of one of the largest campuses in the United States. It is a Big Ten school of like 50,000 kids. And we know you don't exercise. <laughs> what is exercising? Like walking across the campus in heels. Is that the most exercise you've done in, in my ever whole since? life? Like <laughs> since then. That was the marathon you did. <laughs> <laughs> My equivalent of climbing Kilimanjaro. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to hike my ass across campus in like a Joanne Fabrics outfit with high heels stilettos (laughs) to meet my mom and my 14-year-old brother in front of my dormitory at like 9 a.m. on a Sunday. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly how classy I am. And did they, I mean, did they bust you? Yeah, my mom was there waiting for me. Oh, and you just walked in. What's up? Yeah, like nothing. Like nothing was going on. Like I was wearing like a sweatsuit. Like you, if you don't acknowledge it, what are they going right, to say? Right. <laughs> what are they going to do? <laughs> okay, I'm glad you took that hard turn. Yeah, I wanted to go into one more thing. What? Do you have any goals for the summer? Oh yeah. Um, okay. Summer goals. My summer goals is to find Sexual more f- or not find more friends that have houses in the Hamptons that I don't have to pay for. I want to get so skinny that other people do an intervention with me for my birthday as a gift because they are so concerned with how thin I look. Um, scary skinny. <laughs> that will be my rapper name. <laughs> No, DJ name. DJ Scary Skinny. Um, I want to have the most famous podcast in the world by the end of the summer. Honestly, we're, we're like 13 episodes in and we're the number five comedy podcast in yes. the United States right yeah, now. Yes, we are. Um, yeah, that, those are my summer goals. What are your summer goals? Okay, summer goals. Ashley like wrote these down last night. Obviously, to get really tan. Not on my face. You got to wear your SPF. Yeah. But when these legs are tan, I am unstoppable. Ooh, look out, America. <laughs> like in a short skirt. I mean, like, I, it's the most confident I ever am when I just have, like, these long-ass tan legs out. Um, go on some trips. I want to do a big trip in August with my friend Meryl. We haven't decided yet. We're thinking, like, Greece, Croatia, maybe even Japan. I know oh, that's all over the map, trip, literally. Taking a trip without me. And nice. I want to go on a trip with you. Mm-hmm. I hope we get to go on a trip. We... Where there was talks of us going to Napa for something, so I want me and you to take a summer trip. And number one, last but not least, is I need to meet my fiance <laughs> because I'm supposed to get engaged this year, and I'm a little behind schedule. <laughs> You're not behind schedule, you know. You Charlotte met Trey, and they were engaged within like a few dates. And everybody knows what happens at HBO happens in real life. Okay, so all right, I'm trying to meet my fiance by Labor Day. I think that's a good goal. And so we can get we can get engaged around the holidays. <laughs> Every guy is like, you're such a crazy bitch. Okay. Well, I think these are good goals. But the number one goal is 
<laughs> Meeting men. Is that your number one goal? No. I'm not going to front like it's not it's mine. It's the number one thing people ask us about, it right? Is, is you guys send in so many amazing emails, ask for advice. The number one email that we get is, could you please do an episode about how to meet men in the wild? In the wild. In the wild is our term. It's one of my favorite things to say. And by that, we mean... In the jungle. <laughs> in the fucking horrible jungle that is dating in New York City. But really, I do think that we can provide some real advice. I thought about this a lot. Um, and especially, you know, our, our theme is like summer. I do think it's a little easier to meet men with summer activities. So yes. I wanted to talk about um, how to meet men. And I think something that we were talking about offline before we started the show today was, you know, anybody can tell women to go to sports bars and to go to happy hours and to join singles join things. Singles group. Like, that's not what I'm, I want to talk about today yeah. because anybody can tell you that bullshit advice. I want to talk about like, if you're not about online dating, if that's not what you want to do, like, how the fuck do I mean? Right. Man? And the, I mean, just, just to clarify, we, when we were talking about this in the wild, we just mean not in the apps. Not on the apps. <laughs> right. And I think just to start off, one of the number one barriers that probably stops people from going out and meeting men in in the wild versus online is fear. You have to say it like that every time. In the wild. Like, <laughs> I just imagine myself in, in, like, a, in like a track suit with a rifle and I'm just like, I'm like, like screaming down. through the woods. <laughs> Like, I'm Crocodile Dundee and I have an Australian accent. I'm like, next up, and see these men. <laughs> like, you're like in a full ghillie suit. You're just like blending in with the trees. You're like, that's how I get them. I, I spotted one. I snipe them out. <laughs> spotted a single male. Right up. Full head of hair. Shot. Full head of hair with a job. <laughs> Put the camo on my face. <laughs> Sneak up behind him and just like, oops. Um, anyways, I think the one of the number one barriers is probably just that people are, are genuinely like they're they're scared and they're afraid and they're shy. Well, fear. It's like literally what holds us back from anything is just fear and fear of rejection. Ultimately, yeah. I, I mean, I, you and I are pretty confident people, but like, I don't like being rejected. No, I hate that feeling. No, oh no, it sucks. And so. My my thing is sit yourself down, whatever that means. Sit yourself down and ask yourself like what your biggest fear is when it comes to like approaching a strange man in a public place. Like what what would yours be? Like what's worst case scenario for you? Me? Yeah. I mean, I live in New York City. I live in a major city, and every girl in New York is incredibly beautiful and dynamic. And I don't want somebody to turn around and look at me and be like, "Ugh, right?" Like them just literally making you feel ugly, or like making right. you feel like, "Ew, why would you even approach me?" Like I'm a ten, and you're five on a good day, right? Which but you're not. But I think the truth is, like that stuff sucks for one second. But like your interaction with a stranger for five seconds does not define you in any way. Yeah. And I think that it is totally fine to just be like, "Okay, what is the worst thing that is going to happen here if I go up and talk to this person?" Right. Like think of the worst case scenario, which ultimately probably won't even happen. And we're going to get to this. Guys aren't the ones out here talking about, oh, it's so creepy when you approach. That's a girl thing. Like, girls are the ones that are like, oh my God, this guy approached me in a bar. What a fucking creep. And I try not to be like that, but girls started that whole movement. Guys are just flattered. So rarely are guys like, ew, get away from me. That doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. And like, the worst thing that can happen is they they nicely, politely say, like, I'm sorry, I have a girlfriend, which is my biggest fear. I just, I never want to like hit on a guy and then his girlfriend, God forbid, pops up or he's just like, I'm sorry, I have a girlfriend. It just is this 
it just I feel like cringy and embarrassed. But also, who cares? But that's actually, I, honestly, that is the best case scenario if you're going to be rejected by it's somebody. Not personal. It's not personal at right. all. I, I would actually wish somebody would say right. that. And to then me. you just say cheers and walk away. Have a good night. It's easy. I have this theory. You know, women are attracted to men that are charismatic and funny and smart and interesting and tall and good all these things men are attracted to women that's it, <laughs> that's it. That, there, there is no laundry With a list vagina. <laughs> there's no laundry list like men don't have these giant like to-do lists with women like men are excited that you are talking to them right. I think yeah. most men and that doesn't yes of course men are just as dynamic as women and I'm sure for a long-term relationship there's obviously things they're looking for but right. like walking up to a stranger at a bar people are just happy that you're bullshitting with I, them. And, and, you know, and again, I think this is like assess what your biggest fear is and remind yourself that the worst case scenario is probably not going to happen. And we women are way better at picking up on social cues. Like you're going to feel a vibe if a guy doesn't really want to talk to you. And then you just are like, well, have a good night and like walk away. Nice to meet you. I'm going to go back to my friends, like whatever it is. And just like walk away with self-respect. Guys are more of the sex to be like continually harass you until you have to be like, Hey, we're just trying to have a girl's night here. But like you can approach a guy. If you're with, you can approach a guy with your girlfriend by yourself, with your group of girlfriends, approach a group of guys. And like you pick, you can tell if they want to talk to you or not. Right. You know, and I think it, it's pretty obvious. You also don't have to be like super thirsty about it. Like you don't have to be so out there being like, need me, want me, fuck me. Like, yeah, you're a human. Just act like a human well, and, and talk to another human. And I will say this. I hadn't really planned to say this, but I, I'm just going to throw it in while we're talking about it. I approached a group of guys in Nashville and we're going to talk about how you have more balls when you're on vacation anyway. But I approached a group of guys in Nashville. I just walked up to them with one of my girlfriends and was like, Hey, what's up? Five guys, I think most of them f- attractive. Four of them were married or had girlfriends and <laughs> they were still just like cool with talking to us. Like we weren't like, Hey, can we suck your dick? You know, like they were just like <laughs> one guy was single and we were kind of feeling that out. My girlfriend and I were both single and the other guys were just, they were just cool. Like they weren't like, Oh my God, get away. We're taken. Like guys just are cool. They're just cool like that. Well, nobody, men or women want a person that is super thirsty and like clearly gunning for them. Like just, just be a normal person. Yeah, just like say what's up. Right. Okay. Thank you to Helix for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to helixsleep.com slash GGE. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Use code HELIXPARTNER20, and you'll get 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows. You guys know how obsessed we are with Helix. Both of us have multiple Helix mattresses. It's all we sleep on. I have made sure that my parents have one, my brother has one, my boyfriend has one. I just refuse to go anywhere and not sleep on a Helix mattress. That is how obsessed we are. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, which we love. We have the Lux Collection mattresses, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So for everyone in the family, and you're just going to take their quiz, which is really fun, and then they will give you your personalized mattress recommendation. It's going to be shipped straight to your door free of charge. You can try it out for 100 nights to make sure you love it, and then there's a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. We know everybody sleeps differently. You might sleep on your back, your side, 
roll around all night on your stomach, or you might want a soft, medium, or firm mattress. We are all so different. So that is why they offer really something for everyone. And so you're just going to order what works best for you, come straight to your door. You can sleep on it that night. You're going to love it. It will change your life. You'll get the best sleep of your life and you can thank us later. So Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash GGE and use code helixpartner20. This is their best offer with Helix Better Sleep Starts Now. Um, something that I thought was interesting, I read this in a book and this author, Augustine Burroughs that I really like was talking about how so many people always say like, I can't meet somebody. And it's like, well, you ask them some questions and dig a little deeper about like, well, what are you doing to meet people? And most people will tell you, I go out with the same exact group of friends, the same bars every single day. And, and it's expect like, like a movie rom-com scenario to happen. Right. Where and you're like, like at some like cute bar sipping your martini and like this hot guy, t- tall, dark and handsome guy in a suit comes up. Sorry. Probably not gonna happen. Which is normal and natural. <laughs> I've worked for big companies. I worked for Groupon and Amazon where I had big groups of people to go out with after work every day and you go to the bars, buy your office. That's what you do every day. You're in your insular mm-hmm. little group with the people. Nobody's going to break into that group and try to talk to you. Right. And you're at the same bars every day. And so um, Ash and I were sort of talking about like, what are some actual really cool, good, fun, creative ways to meet people that aren't like, let's go to a bar after work with a bunch of friends. And if you don't change the behavior, then you can't ever expect anything to change. Right. Um, so one of the things we were talking about is really working into your life saying yes just start to say yes like I after I got out of a like a a long-term relationship I really tried to push myself to do this and so like every time a friend would ask me to like come to a party where I didn't know people and that's not something that like I'm super comfortable doing usually but like if you can go meet a group of people that you don't know with another friend and it's not it's outside of your comfort zone I think that that is an important thing to do just say to yourself I'm gonna agree to plans more often you're never gonna meet anybody sitting on the couch at home by yourself yeah exactly and that's I, th- I don't know the statistics on this. I mean, but I know that ideally you'd like to, most people like to meet someone that they have a mutual friend, like they can kind of vouch for them. And so many people meet at a mutual friend's party or through a mutual friend. So those opportunities are the best. You already have the in, you already have the conversation started. Like, how do you know so-and-so? Or those conversation topics are already right there for you. So any sort of thing that like a friend has, and if it's a good friend, feel free to ask, like, are there going to be any single people there? Is this just like a big couples get together? Then maybe you don't want to go to that. I don't know. Right. But if it's just a, like a friend's having some rooftop party or a friend's doing this or that, just go. And on top of that, I think really tap into your guy friends. If you have close guy friends that you feel comfortable being honest with them about trying to date somebody. I have a, I have a good guy friend and he's always hanging out with a bunch of guys and he knows that I'm single and he's always been like, Ashley, come hang. You know, I went and met up, up with him and his guy friends once and there were, there was like six or seven of them and it just me. <laughs> and I was like, this is awesome. You know? And like, I called a girlfriend, she came and hung out and like, you know, I met a guy, we went on a date. I mean, it was just kind of like, those opportunities are really great too. Like, where are the guys? Find out where the guys actually are. <laughs> and like, see what your guy friends are doing. Where are you guys going tonight? Grab a girlfriend, go meet up with them. You already have the in. These aren't strangers. Right. And, and it's sort of like we were talking about like when you are like when you approach a stranger at a bar versus something like I, I put it in like sales terms almost I, used, I worked in sales for a long time and yeah. it's like a cold call versus a warm call and like <laughs> yes. when you like cold call somebody it's always awkward but a warm call to me is like okay you go meet your guy friends at a bar and like they already know people and so it's a casual comfortable way to meet people you don't have to like put yourself out there so much right. it's like yeah we know the same people like it's like why so many people meet at weddings and end up dating totally you know because you're already in a situation where it's like this comfortable casual thing and I love that you brought up like 
date friends of friends. Like, what, for a number of reasons. First of all, I think that people just are always on their best behavior when they know that they are accountable yes. to somebody else. <laughs> exactly. Um, I love the idea of dating your friends' coworkers. So, like, maybe you don't want to go to your your happy hour with your coworkers after work, but like ask a friend, like where do you go after yes, work with your coworkers? Yeah. And I dated my, like one of my best friends in the world. I dated a guy that she works with for a little bit. And like, uh-huh. it's so normal to me. Like, of, of course she's friendly with somebody and I think that she has amazing taste in people. And so obviously somebody she's friendly with, I'm going to like, and I think it made us like better accountable to each other. Cause we both knew her and he turned out to be great. He was funny and fun. We went out a bunch of times. I mean, it didn't ultimately work out. We're not together obviously, but like, I have nothing bad to say about this person and it was a very comfortable way to meet somebody right and I I mean I think that don't just assume that all your friends know think that you're trying to find somebody let people know that you're single and available you know and that your friends aren't naturally especially your friends that have a point they're not their wheels aren't constantly turning of like, who can I hook up Ashley and Arena with? Like, put it out there and they might be like, oh my God, I have the perfect person for you. It, it works. It's a good point. I didn't think about that. Like, people don't necessarily, like, I don't think my friends would be like, you know who you should date? Because like, some people would be insulted by that. Like, I don't know right. what gave you the impression that I was unhappy and need, need Thank, your help yes, setting exactly. me up. It's like, just a fun, it's like, just throw it out there. Um. Okay, so let's take it outside of the realm bars. And I have like a bunch of ideas that we talked about about like other places you can meet people that I think that like maybe you wouldn't think about. Okay. But also really quickly on bars, I do want to say this. Talk and more a, about bars. A guy friend of mine. I we, can never get enough to talk about bars. We, yeah. <laughs> anything alcohol related, we are here for it. Think about where guys actually hang out. And this is, I my best guy friend, he is very successful. He makes a lot of money. He does not go to little craft cocktail bars that girls want to go to. He loves a dive bar. So like, go places where you might be the minority of girls. Like, think about where guys actually are and then go there with not a pack one girlfriend preferably mm-hmm. and be the hot chicks in the bar in this dive bar where these guys are like that's girls are like oh dive bars you see some hot fucking guys well, I love dive bars in like Can't get suits of them. and dive bars I love dive bars yes um, and not Figure just where you can be the minority that's not the just dive line. bars um, let's take it in the exact opposite direction I love when two women will go sit at a steakhouse okay, and yes, have dinner let's get into our and like you, like, you can't be alone you cannot be alone at a steakhouse that means you're a prostitute so said Go sit in the steakhouse. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to agree to disagree. You do not want to go to a steakhouse by yourself, looking sexy, sit with a martini. You look like a fucking hooker. That means hooker. (laughs) But then you're a hooker. You go with one other friend. What is sexier than like you two can afford your own meal? You're sitting at the bar. Who is at steakhouses? Men with business accounts. I'm trying to hook me a black card, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see who buys you those drinks and then inspect the credit card. It's like a red debit card. You're like, nope. Ew. Bank of America. Ew, a debit card. <laughs> Don't be on your play. Oh my God. My ex Do used to make debit cards. I totally and forgot about this. My ex, we went out and he paid with like an Amex gold card and I was like 23. So I was like very impressed by this. Yeah. And he was like, I fucking knew it. I specifically pulled that card out because I knew that you were just like a greedy <laughs> little bitch. <laughs> I hate that I I hate that I judge that. Like I have a Amex Gold, it should be platinum. I'm I'm, I'm on it. But like, don't <laughs> don't be out here taking girls out with your debit card. I'm sorry, dude. Don't take you, cash out. Before. Don't you pull out that Bank of America Visa debit card. I'm gonna leave your balls on blue. <laughs> <laughs> leave that card on red. Leave those balls on blue. <laughs> Okay, we've digressed. Oh, man. Okay, go to Steakhouse. Okay, Raina, hit me with your other spots. I'm I'm, so excited to hear them. Well, I have some funny ones for you later, but these are like actual Actual advice. Um, (laughs) 
obviously not everybody works themselves, but if you are in like a more of a creative field or a startup field, I work in hotels all over New York yes. all the time. Any major city is going to have these like giant hotel workspaces. Um, in New York, I love the Freehand Hotel. It's fantastic. The Aventi Hotel, um, the Arlo Hotels. And a lot of these hotels in New York and today, I mean, I, I can only speak to New York because I live here, but yeah. so many hotels today in New York have gigantic workspaces that are completely free to use throughout the day. Yeah. And I love to take a computer and go there and I never don't meet people. And yeah. even if it's just Look, not every day you have to be on the prowl to like meet somebody. But like, I always just meet an interesting person, um, whether it's to date or not. But it's it's great to take your computer and go work somewhere. Yeah, and not just aside from hotels, like just workspace, workspaces. Like, I mean, if there's, I don't really have them in every city. I mean whenever we work and all those type of places like people want to break from work I mean don't go yank somebody's headphones out of their ear but you know people like want to break and they want to chat I don't know I mean if you feel comfortable ask for a charger asking for chargers the new asking for a light <laughs> for a cigarette it's like know. the new tech way to do it do you have a charger you can only pull that if you're hot because they're like you're not using my charger you're seven <laughs> uh, no, excuse like, me I'm saving my charger for the eight sitting next to you <laughs> I don't want to keep my charger in case someone hotter comes along oh my god but yeah I think those kind of spaces I mean are great and there's always just like I don't know there's a space here in New York it's like a really cool free workspace it's under the Lululemon and Flatiron and every time somebody walks in there like I've had guys walk in there and I'm in there and they're like this is this is really just like free we're awesome workspace and I'm like yeah and then we kind of get to chatting it's happened a few times there's tons of them in New York yeah so spaces like that like there's this you're both there there's stuff to comment on like that's a thing too like I think some we should probably discuss like what's the opener like that's I mean you can go there but then what do you do so it's what I somebody said something to me like this the other day and I thought it was a really important point and he said it's really a lot about your body language and like are you physically open to like talking to somebody are you making eye contact with people are your arms crossed your headphones in or your sunglasses on yeah that's usually me when I'm working so my headphones are in and like my head's down but like Mm -hmm. if you're really trying to like talk to people like you need to be physically like arms are not crossed you are facing the room yes. open and I think there is this is gonna sound so cliche but there is like nothing more important than a smile or just like a look on your face that looks like you're a happy friendly person I mean we we kind of joke we have girls have so many jokes about resting bitch face and all that kind of stuff and listen there's times when I'm like I don't care if the hottest guy comes along I don't want to speak to anybody I like don't when you're on the subway when I have my headphones in like I'm like i purposely look unapproachable but I think when you are really out there and you're in the mood to meet people look friendly and this one time this guy told me I met this guy in Charleston oh god I met so many guys in Charleston I love Charleston they just approach so you. much <laughs> they're like friendly animals the in the wild and they're so hot yeah and so this guy told me and he did he did a study and he said who if a bunch of people are at a bar all lined up waiting for a drink who's like the person that's gonna the bartender is gonna notice the most okay. and it's the person that seems like they're contributing to the energy in the room and that means if you're kind of like interesting smiling feeling the music like not looking like super annoyed with your credit card up like that person that's just like seems like they're having a good time and they're light and carefree and they're friendly and they have a smile on their face and maybe they're like mouthing the words to drake nice for what i don't know but like someone that is in the in the vibe and like just smiling and i think no one's ever gonna call you a creep for smiling at them no one is on this planet has ever been like oh my god can you believe that stranger smiled at me like look at a guy across the bar and shoot him a smile that's his his invite like that's the open invite right. like all guys need is the tiniest thing and like they just don't want to approach you and be a creep but you shoot him that smile or you say hello or you give him a nod or you say hey how are you like that's the opener yeah I think it's just it's all about like being physical and open yes um but toss the resting bitch face 
so many girls have that and you go out with a ton of other girlfriends and you're sitting in the corner of a bar nobody's going to approach you and that's fine right. that's normal you're in a pack yeah um, but I think because it's we always talk a lot about like being available and like you know just like be out there and have activities and things to do and I think this also applies to meeting people like especially in the summertime like there are endless possibilities for meeting people at baseball games there's a million boats you can go out on in New York City right. um there is so many fun places where you can like play cornhole outside or barbecue restaurants. Like, go out, be a social person, yes. be a part, of, like experience the world, and right. you will meet people. And I and I do think. I mean, I, there's nothing I love more than going out with like a girl group. You know, your group of four or five girls. But I mean, I notice this every single time I go out with like just you or just my friend Meryl or whatever it is. Like, if it's just two of us and then there's a group of guys that are outnumbering us, like there's four or five, they almost always talk to us. Like, we went to this really cool place in Brooklyn that was, you know, games, cornhole, sitting outside. We sat down, just the two of us. The four guys next to us just like immediately struck up a conversation because then they have the strength in numbers and then they're kind of like, yeah, let's talk to those two cute chicks, you know? Yeah, and there's certain places you pick. Like, obviously, if the two of you wanted to be alone, you'd be at a restaurant, not sitting in Corner, yeah, be different like, with resting bitch face on. Something else we talked about earlier um, that I think is like, yes, it's very important to have single girlfriends, and I have so many, and I'm so thankful for them. But your girlfriends that have been in like long term relationships can also be really fun to go strong out with these situations. Wing women. Strong wing women, right yeah, there. Yeah, like they're I, the ones that they, they're not comp- competing with you. They want you to find somebody. Like they're just like your strongest allies. Right. That girl that's like doesn't give a fuck if her husband's at home waiting for her or her, or her long-term 100%. boyfriend. 100%. I went out with a girl last night, my friend Alana, and she has been in a healthy, committed relationship for three years. Her boyfriend was blowing her up all night long. She was like, no, I'll get to this when I get to it. You know? She's yeah. not out here trying to, like, compete with me. She's happy to, like, be there and be present with me. And, like, right. I wasn't on the prowl to meet men. It was just, you know, it naturally does happen. But you're right. Like, when there's only two of you and I think you're with somebody who, like, is also single or in a long-term relationship, like, either of those things can be very... Um, um, advantageous to you? Advantageous? Advantage- oh, you nailed it, girl. I've met guys when I've been out with my mom. Oh, like, for real? My mom will be like, hi. My, like, she's so my mom will like text me and be like, I met this I met this woman. She has a son. He's very <laughs> successful. My mom doesn't sound like that at all. Um, <laughs> no, I like it. Keep going with the like stereotypical Jewish mom. She's like, he's very impressed. successful. Raina, he's on CNBC. He has a he has a show. He talks about finance. Harvard, Raina. Harvard. I'm like, <laughs> okay. I look up. She's like, Raina. He's so rich. He's so he's very successful. He's coming to New York next week. I gave him your number. I'm like, what? She's like, he's five two, no hair, rich as fuck. This guy had no hair and was so <laughs> rich. And I was just like, mom. And she was like, I mean, you know, if you don't want to date him, I will. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to fuck him, I will. Mom, what? She loves to like give my number out to people. Oh my God. Also, I think just a quick aside, the guy that I've talked about, the 24 year old that I've talked about on this on this podcast, and other guys that I've fully dated, just get a little drunk and walk up to him. I mean, that's yeah, and, like, a little act like you're on vacation. Like practice on vacation. Like when you're on vacation, your inhibitions are down. Like I've always said so many times, I'm like, if only I could just act like I do when I'm on vacation, you know, where no one knows you and right. you don't feel like embarrassed. You're like in a different place. Like when I was in Nashville, I just like treated the bars like my own personal bumble. I'm like, swipe left, swipe right. Hey, what's up? I'm Ashley. Here's my friend. Like it just, your inhibitions are channel- just out. Yes. And just channel that when you're in your home city and like, do not get sloppy drunk and approach a guy, but like get those few drinks in you and just be like, what's up? Like just, I mean that it, I literally walked up to the 24 year old and his hot friend. Was I know like, you guys trying to hang out. And they were like, yeah, right. <laughs> we dated just for two try months. it. 
Yeah. Um, I'm going to suggest something that you can do without alcohol. You ready Wait, for what? it? I, I don't know. What you... <laughs> I mean, you don't have to do it without comprehend. alcohol, but like you could do it without alcohol. It's summertime. I dare you to put on a bikini and go sit in an outdoor space somewhere at like okay. a park and try not to get hit on. I dare you to bring those bring those breasts out, okay? And try. Okay. You, you know I what you do? I feel personally attacked because I have small breasts. I have some double Ds. Um, if I'll anybody, get my legs out. <laughs> I want new boobs though. If anybody out there is a surgeon and wants to get me new boobs, I'm ready for new boobs. Anyway, plug it, plug it. Um, See what comes back. So I really, you know what you do? You take a bottle of sunscreen, you put it right next to you on the blanket, you take your shirt off, you lay out. I, I dare a man to not come ask you if you have a little bit of sunscreen at the bar. You are, so, girl, you are so right on the sunscreen. And like, I mean, a lot of people, we have a lot of listeners for all over. They might be actually be on the beach. So if you're on the beach or, I mean, New York, any people are getting sun in any green space. Like people are fully like laid out in the middle of Tompkins Square Park in the middle of the day. I do it all like, the time. The sunscreen is so, so major. Well, I met a guy last year this way. Um, I was laying out and I'm like looking up the hill and I eye this guy and he was like very cute and I was kind of like making eyes with him a little bit. <laughs> and um, I looked so bad. Let me just tell you how bad I looked. Um, I still have my makeup on from the night before. I am dripping in sweat. My I have so much oil on my body. I could literally slide down <laughs> the <Slip> hill. <laughs> And just, just to slid down the hill. Just to cap that off, my retainer was in my mouth. No. <laughs> like what else? I don't even know. But my tits were out. Yeah. And um, this guy and I are like eyeing each other and he, he walks over and he asked me to borrow some sunscreen. And we we start, you know, chit-chatting. I'm like laying there with no clothing on. Well, because so then they kind of have to hang out while they apply it. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of the perfect thing. Perfect. Everybody's like running out to buy sunscreen right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, banana boat. <laughs> and then this guy, like, I mean, he struck up a conversation. He sat down next to me, and we actually, like, sat there for an hour and just chit-chat. It was the perfect, like, first date. I'm basically naked. He gets to see how good I look and can't touch me. Right. It's perfect. It was amazing. You're all lubed up. He's like, can I um, massage this on you for a little bit? It's like slips a finger in or something. No, I'm just <laughs> weird fantasies about things um what's the weirdest place you ever met a guy <laughs> DUI school <laughs> <laughs> yes. okay guys we're gonna talk about shared interest groups so if you like to get DUIs <laughs> you can meet a guy <laughs> I, I mean there, there's no other answer than that I've met guys at all different kinds of places um that is the number one. I it's sure met this guy because at DUI school you're there for like three days, like most of the day. So we sat next to each other and we just like would make funny remarks and that's something that you and I well I'll get to that in a second. But yeah, it's like there's so much to talk shit on. It's the dumbest thing ever. You have to like they make you wear the goggles, <laughs> the drunk goggles. No, but you, I think you do. Yeah, you like have to put on those guys. I mean, some do every DOI school is different, but you know, you're learning all this stupid stuff. It's just common knowledge. You have to take a test at the end of the, at the end of the thing. So we just like, and then you get lunch breaks and things like that. So we were hanging out. We were just like the two people that gravitated towards each other people of all ages and they are older people. So we were like the two people in our twenties and we ended up dating for like a few months after that. He didn't have a license. I always had to drive. He had had four DUIs. <laughs> Holy shit. I know how to pick them. Wow. But yeah, um, whatever. Okay. Shared you know, interest groups. Time and place in your life. What are some other shared interest groups in case you don't want to get a DUI? Um, Ashley mentioned something I'd never heard of <laughs> before that I would, it sounds Have you guys just, ever heard of this crazy thing? It's called a running club. <laughs> <laughs> Raina's like, that's a foreign concept. I don't exercise. It's but disgusting. listen, we, we refuse to tell you guys to 
to join any sort of group that has the word singles in the in the in the name of it. There's nothing wrong with it, but I'm like that. But that's not new news here, you know. Exactly. So, I think there are things. Running clubs. I mean, if you're in a ski club, that part you're in that part of the country. I, I'm just cycling. I literally don't know anybody that's part of a run club or a ski club that ha- hasn't banged at least one person yes. in, in the club. Because those things, things like that, are so great because there's this fitness endorphins component. But then you usually just go eat or drink afterwards. So it yeah. all kind of like goes together. And I think networking events are great because literally networking is meeting new people and I think going alone is good you I, did that I was really proud of you yeah well you just weren't in town um, <laughs> Mouth Media are um, where we record the studio they do these really cool live podcasts and really cool events and these great spaces and I went to one and I I mean I mean I guess I could have found somebody to go with me but I just I went alone I was like I want to meet new people and I mean I met so many people and a curated group of people that are also incredibly dynamic and interesting everybody in that room was like good looking and smart um I met Dale, who we have coming up soon on the podcast. Who is Moy Caliente. Yes, he's a very attractive, cool, successful dude. So you walk into a place by yourself and you get the, I don't know, very few people. I'm super outgoing. I'm not shy at all. Even I get a little anxiety. And then, you know, I met some girls that were there by themselves and you just, you meet people. It's literally networking. Like anything that has that in the name, no one is you just approach you just approach people. Like and I think some people don't know how to get like into those events. And like I would say like Thrillist and Time Out are like great platforms to learn about those things. But like Google women's interest groups or like yeah. business networking groups, I guarantee you a billion lists pop up. You just gotta get on the email list right. and you'll get emails for stuff like this. And like these are curated groups of people that are all yes. really exciting and interesting and dynamic. And then if you do, if you are part of any sort of we work or they have these, they have these at a place called, I think it's called spring place that they have events like that all the time. So you're in conjunction with any of those type of things, like those workspaces, they host events there. Those are the best ones. And then you kind of have this shared connection where, Oh, do you work here? And then if you have any friends, like I have a good friend, she's a member of the Soho house. I go with her all the time. There's always people hanging out there. And so tap into those people too. I mean, I say go by yourself, but if you're not a member of those things, find a friend who is. You'll know somebody, and go and just right? Split up and work the room. I mean, it's really like that is a number one thing where like no one will think it's weird that you literally just approach them. That's the entire point of those events. Totally, totally smart. And I can't leave this out. This is my most <laughs> important one of the day. Is dog parks and walking dogs and anything to do with a dog? I have a dog. I cannot tell you how many people I've met literally just walking around the block. You. You talk to every other dog owner. Like, it's part of the whole thing. That's I mean, why men buy dogs, right? So yeah, you talk yeah. To like, you literally just talk to everybody. I mean, I talk to probably five new people, 10 a day, just walking one loop around the block when I have my dog. And obviously, he's really attractive. He gets stopped in the street a lot. But I've met so many people at the dog park. You just have these, like, conversations about your dogs and what kind of dog they are? How old are they? What's their name? Where do you go for a vet? Where do you go to other do- other dog parks in the city? I've met great girlfriends there too. I have girlfriends. I've, we went to Nashville together. A lot of animal like, lovers too. Yeah. And, you know? and, yeah, and you, then you know they're an animal lover. And um, I, I met a guy when I was in Atlanta. I did literally meet a guy on the street in our neighborhood like that had his dog and we and we dated. Um, I was like, I'm living like a rom-com. Like we met, we were out for our nightly walk, my, his dog and my Aww. dog. And like he was super hot. And I was like, oh, 
This is my future husband. Turns out he didn't have sex, but whatever. That's besides the point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was totally celibate. So that was cool. Wow. Um, Holy shit. I know. I've met guys. I've met later. guys with my dog for sure. And if you don't have a dog, you can borrow one. I think everyone should have a dog, but that's just me. I also think everyone should live in New York. <laughs> that's totally unrealistic. <laughs> but you can do WAG or Rover. And if you if you're if you really like dogs, adopt a dog. You can for literally a week. just be a dog shelter or just borrow your friend's dog. Like the, the, that, I will say is one of the number one ways where like the, the conversation opener is like literally right there. There are these two animals. And like, I talk to almost everybody I pass on the street that has a fellow dog. And then at the dog park, there's just a bunch of people there. I mean, you go to the dog park before work or after work. I mean, so many people and conversation starters abound. Any shared interest. I think we've like really covered this. Like any shared interest, whether it's like a meetup group or like working out, like find an opening where you can connect with people and just be a fucking human and talk to them. Yeah. You know? Adopt, don't shop. Okay. So I love gift giving at this time of year, but when finding great gifts, things can really start to add up. And that's why this season I am shopping with Quince. Quince is the go-to place for luxury essentials at affordable prices for everyone on my list, including myself. We'd like to thank Quince for supporting our show. Go to quince.com slash GGE to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. So I'm really, really glad I found this company and this site. Everything is so affordable but looks really luxury. Uh, So as you're perusing it, they have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. They have washable silk tops and dresses. They have cotton sweaters and all kinds of comfy stuff, like just cozy pants that you can wear. I love the colors. I love the styles. But the prices are really the reason to shop here on top of obviously the selection. Prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. So it's unbelievable. It partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman and it just passes the savings directly onto you from Quince. And I just love what they're doing. I love the styles. There's so much variety and it is such a one-stop shop, whether you're shopping for kids, your significant other, your parents, anybody will really love this. You can get affordable luxury for everyone on your list with Quince. Go to quince.com slash GGE to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash GGE for free shipping and 365 day returns. Um, but I do want to talk about, I just have like quickly, like some feelings about like online dating versus meeting people in person. And there's nothing wrong with online dating. I know, I know plenty of people that have met plenty of people. I have an online date tomorrow. (laughs) And he's cute. But I'm excited about it. Um, but I, I think that when I got out of a long-term relationship and I had gone onto the apps initially, I was really interested. I didn't know how to do it. And I read this article and the article asserted that, um, it's really interesting what some people, what so many people write that they want in in a partner on a profile and what they actually end up with. Meaning like in your mind, you can conceptualize all these things that you want about a person, what you think love should look like. But the people that people end up with often look nothing like that, that concept. And, you know, I think that a lot of times in online dating, we will in our minds, you know, I want a man that is above 5'10". And you say no to every single person that's below 5'10", but like you would never do that in a bar in person. If somebody was 5'8 and hysterical. Yeah. Most girls are... I don't know a girl on this earth that says they want a guy over 5'10". Every girl's like, I want a guy over six feet. I want a guy over 6'2". And it's like, good luck. There are not that many out there. I mean, it's just like, but you're absolutely right. And you've talked about this before. Like, you might swipe left on somebody for like 
something so small, like a freckle on their face. You've said that before. And you just get so superficial on those abs. And I've said this before, like it just might not look what it, you think it's going to look like. Like there's guys I've dated that I probably would have swiped left on them on, a, on an app for sure. And you too. 100%. And I think that the good thing about apps is that it allows you to sort of write a recipe for what you want about people. But like there's several people that I've dated that yeah, I like tall guys. I'm five feet tall, but I like tall guys. There's definitely people that I've swiped no on because of the neighborhood they lived in or maybe what they did for a living Mm -hmm. or whatever, all those things that like, if I was just, if I met somebody in person, they made me laugh. Like this guy that I'm talking about, um, that I dated, that was my friend's coworker. He's the funniest person I've ever met in my entire life. Yeah. He's so smart and so funny and nice. And I never, ever, ever would have swiped yes. Cause he's like a little shorter. Mm-hmm. And like, that is a very stupid reason to not end up with a person. <laughs> oh, totally. I mean, and I, I've done the apps. I, I'm going to, I'll say this. I've dated a lot of guys. And I've had, you know, some significant relationships as well. I've dated a lot of guys, have and have gone on a lot of dates from apps, have never gone on a second date from a guy I met an app. It's just not my preference. Really? I haven't. I just haven't met anybody that I liked enough to ever go out on a second date. All the guys that I've had significant relationships with or even went on three, four dates or dated for a month, two months, three months, six months, a year, two years, whatever, has always been in the wild. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, well, and I, not to shit on the apps, I think they're a brilliant thing that, and there's such a luxury that we get to date like that these days, but like I really, it's, that's not my dream to meet somebody in an app. I mean, I'm down for it. I have a like I said, I have a date tomorrow um, from Hinge, but I just, you say sometimes it's just like physical chemistry. It's like chemical. Right. And I think that it's like pheromones. Like it's the way somebody smells and the way that they smile and the way that they yes. move that it becomes yes. like so sexy. And there's people that I've dated that aren't traditionally, I mean, everybody I've dated, I would say is pretty good looking, but like I might not have picked them out on a dating app, right. but because I thought they were interesting and smart and funny, I found them incredibly good looking. Right. And I never translate. would, I never would have said yes on, on, a, and like, I'm sort of like, I'm five feet tall. I don't know that men are out there like dying to date a girl that's five feet tall. I don't know that I would do great on apps either. It's never been my preferred method of meeting people. I know. I I, I don't think I translate that well on the apps because I don't know. I think I'm a personality girl. I'm not out here claiming to be a 10. Like I think I have good pictures, but I'm like, I would so much rather have someone meet me than judge me based on a few pictures on an app. I would swipe yes on you. Love you. Um, But I I just think it's really interesting what people report that they want versus what they actually go after. And I have a girlfriend that started dating somebody who's a little shorter and lives in Hoboken. And I've been pushing her to stop dating people on apps. And she was like, I literally never would have said yes to this person on and on. Like, because Hoboken is in New Jersey. And she's like, I just, there's no way I would have ever said yes to this. And like, now they're fully dating. She met somebody in a bar that she walked up to. And I just think that, you know, especially jobs too. Like, yes, in my perfect world, I guess I would date somebody who had like a really dynamic, interesting, exciting job. But like, I can meet somebody that was also a bartender. It was the greatest person in the world. And like, I I wouldn't give a shit what you did for a living. Absolutely. And I wanted to add this in too, because it's worked for me in the past is, and these are specific cases, but if you meet somebody and you have some conversation, whether it be at a networking event or you meet them out or through a friend or whatever it is, and you guys don't get around to exchanging information that night, exchanging numbers, whatever, because sometimes that can be a bold ask. Not every guy wants to be like, can I get your number? Totally. Like you can totally just, you can find them on social media. I mean, let's, hopefully you had like a significant interaction, but I had this happen to me with my last serious relationship. I, we met at a comedy show that we were, were both on the show, both comedians. And 
didn't nothing really sparked that night, but I thought he was really cute and funny. And so I friended him on Facebook and then he took it from there. I mean, he sent me a message. And so I think that if you have that kind of opportunity, do not feel weird about doing the, the Instagram follow or the Facebook friend request or what at LinkedIn. I don't know. But like, I think that guys sometimes like they don't want to be, ah, some guys don't give a fuck and they have zero shame, but some guys don't want to be like the creep to like send you the friend request or the Instagram follow. But like, if you send it to them, they'll take it from there. I mean, just like if the, if you had something or if you had any, like, I, I like the thought of like, you got, you had some conversation with someone that you met in the wild and there is a follow up where you're like, Oh, I, you can think of something like, Hey, you mentioned this right. bar or you mentioned this cool boat or you mentioned this vet that you take your dog to, or you mentioned this. And I found you on social media cause I had this like follow up question. Like I think that can work too. And not every guy also knows that you're into them. And especially Sometimes I will they're say so fucking stupid. They just have no idea. And it's funny cause like that guy we had on the show a couple weeks ago, um, I was asking Ross, I was asking like, do you get laid all the time because of this book? And he was like, I really like don't know if girls are hitting on me. I'm just out here trying to like sell books. And you know, yeah. I feel like guys might, actually be like that where they're like I don't really know if somebody's know. hitting on me maybe she's just being nice and and they don't want to be a creep right and like that which is good so I you shouldn't I, want I to be hate a creep. when girls talk shit on guys for approaching them at a bar like there's this there's a difference there's approaching a girl at a bar and there's a there's lingering while you're getting cues that you should leave but like <laughs> I I just like I want to give guys props that have the balls to approach a girl or a group of girls at a bar and like oh, introduce yeah. themselves right and I think that you can also be comfortable just the, Let's be let's be honest. Some really fucking creepy guys also. Oh my god! Ruined I literally this. had to be like, "Hey, we're just having a girls in here, Can right? You step away, right?" But like a friendly guy that just they want to come say hey, like good for them. I think that that is like just saying like, "Hey, I'm just trying to get some work done. I'm not looking for any company right now." Is like a totally fine thing to do. Yeah, I'm just not looking for a company. Like, don't feel bad and if he doesn't like, leave you alone. Fucking call the cops, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe there'll be a hot cop. <laughs> Okay, so to wrap up, I'm actually glad you said that because I wrote down some other ways yes, to meet okay. men. Yes, guys, we are going to just, we didn't play in a game this week, but we're going to wrap it up with this. So I wrote Ashley a list of creative ways to meet men. Okay, I can't This wait. is actually really smart. Should I write these one to ten? No, I wrote them down for you. I'll email them to you. No, like, should I rate them? Sure. You can tell me how good of an idea you think this okay. is. Okay. So I, I broke it down in specific different types of men. Okay. So maybe you want to meet a man who's like handy, you know? I would go to Home Depot. I would pretend that I had a home improvement project. And then I would just like, you know, helplessly ask men for help. Absolutely genius. All guys want is to feel needed and important, which they're not. But they <laughs> want to feel so if you are at Home Depot, ask anybody, like anybody. whatever, play dumb. I, just, I don't, I don't know dumb, but like, like the difference between between any of these paint cans is. I, and I actually, I genuinely don't. And so. you don't have to act like a, a damsel in distress, but like, hey, do you know, just say it like casually and confidently. Like, do you know how I blah, blah, blah. I don't fucking know. But like, nailed it. Love Hardware it. stores are great. I actually don't know how to do a lot of stuff. And I like redid my whole apartment recently. And so it was, it was a great way for me to yeah, like meet perfect. the store clerks. Ten, Next. Solid 10. Okay. If you want to meet um, a guy who's like good with his hands, <laughs> I would maybe slash my tires and call AAA. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> we don't have cars, bitch. <laughs> okay. These are for the people that are not in New York. If you want to meet a doctor, I might just like lightly puncture a limb that's not that important and go to an emergency room. <laughs> Girl, you don't have to be like cutting yourself. You can just be like, I have stomach pain. I'm just or getting creative, okay? We spent okay, this okay. whole time like giving good All advice. Right. We should have had a knife sponsor for this. <laughs> if you need to puncture yourself. If you want to meet like the hero. 
I would maybe like rent a canoe and tip it over by accident. Oh, I love this. Yes, go to Central Park and that cute place where people canoe. Go all by yourself and just almost drown yourself. I love it. Ten. And then my favorite, which came from my best friend Melanie. Um, if you're looking to meet a guy who's like really like good at like finance and money and things like that, maybe um, max out four credit cards, put yourself in extreme financial debt, and then call a financial advisor. <laughs> Please don't do that, you guys. Please don't do that one. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think we nailed it. You're welcome. Um, I, I worked all day on this. Um, so, I you know, just creative ways to be mad. Creative ways to be mad. <laughs> I told one of my other girlfriends about this, and she was like, every one of these just involves making yourself look like a piece of shit to meet a man. And I was like, well, you know, I'm just well, out here trying single, to get creative. She? she is single. <laughs> I knew it. Guys, we hope we helped. I think we, I, I hope we did. I think, let's just recap really quickly. Assess what your fears are. Think about worst case scenario. Probably not going to happen. Get out there. Fuck it. Guys are not going to think you're creepy forever. Smiling, approaching them, any of that stuff. Smile, body language, nix the resting bitch face, try to look approachable, friendly. Start saying yes to stuff. Get yourself out there. Like Meet friends of friends. Go to activities. Be active. That'll make you a happier person in general. You might just decide you don't really need to be with somebody. But in the meantime, like do activities. Make friends. Meet people I think is really, really important. And go where the guys are. They're everywhere. Just walk out your door. They're everywhere. I know, but like go where you might be the minority as a female and talk to your guy friends. Let your friends know that you you are looking for somebody and let them hook you up. Totally. And get a dog. Um, Move to New York. Take nudes. Put them on your computer when you're in the coffee shop. We didn't go over that one, but that's what Raina does. I only did that once and I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> Why are all my things like take your shirt off at the park? Why are all my things involve my breasts? Sunscreen, <laughs> alcohol, and dogs. <laughs> That's the answer to everything anyways. It's like, how do you live a healthy life? Sunscreen and dogs. And alcohol. I love alcohol. Stay hydrated, Um, guys. Anyways, this was a really fun episode. You guys have been asking for this. I'm super excited we did this. Um, So we're going to wrap up for the day. Mm -hmm. Please keep putting us in your Instagram stories. We love that. That is so cool. Yes, so Um, fun. We love reading your text exchanges about our podcast. Oh, Keep talking about us with your friends. And (laughs) it's amazing. Um, Please make sure to leave a rating and a review. You guys can follow us on Instagram. Is that it? Do we nail it? I think we nailed it. Are we done? We're done. Get out there, girls. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Have a good week. (laughs)